thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. That right there is Sir Alexander Gourlay. That right there is knighted Sir Michael Odenbeck. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. And uh, tonight we are drinking something that is coming to you straight from the mad mind of Alex Gorley. I don't know. What is this? <laughs> no, this is, uh, this is about as basic as you can get. Um, I was thinking this first cocktail is one that I know we haven't done, and it's just super simple, and it's light, and it's you know, it's for the summertime. And if you're worried about those calories and I'm talking about vodka and soda. Um, so I have literally vodka, soda, water, lime. It's light. It's crisp. It's refreshing. You could drink a ton of them. It is the epitome of the summer drink. Yep. And I'm drinking just so you know, so I'm representing, uh, I got three, three olives, vodka, 80 proof from it's imported from Britain. And so, you know, 80 proof, 40% alcohol. So three olives, vodka. I got ice from the house and I got a lime from Kroger. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to call this thing? Vodka and soda water. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's no, this is not a, this is not a name drink. I'm sure oh. it has. It's just vodka soda. Hey man, let me get a vodka soda. Okay. Uh, oh, okay, buddy. Yeah, yeah, basically. Thanks, uh, Maybe uh, if I was going to name it something, it'd be a. Uh, can I get a watery V? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a WAP. I'm going to call it a WAP. <laughs> yeah, a let me wop. get a WAP. Let me get a WAP. No, dude, a WAP's got to have more tang to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have a little bite, make sure you. Like, do yeah, that exactly <laughs> that's exactly what a wop yeah. tastes like yeah this is uh I, i've only ever called it um but yeah maybe watery v that's what i do bubbly bubbly v h h2 h2v yeah h2v there you go <laughs> all right h2v let's give it a taste Separate me from the rest of the herd So I can run away from all of my hurt Oh, drink what I want, be what I want Say what you want me to say Like I can pretend that I don't wanna and I'm afraid I'm dangerous Leave a story so I don't have to talk, no It's not a problem if I never get caught Oh, drink what I want, be what I want Say what you want me to say Like I can pretend that I don't wanna and I'm afraid Wishful drinking Tell myself that I'm not thinking about How I could drown Drown, drown, drown Wishful drinking, oh Wishful drinking Go ahead and stop your thinking now I'm through it down Down, down, down Wishful drinking, oh Like I can pretend that I don't wanna end up my friend Do you think 
that they notice I keep a bottle by my bed, it's a focus Drink what I want, be what I want Say what they want you to say Like I can pretend that I don't wanna end I'm afraid Oh, wishful drinking Tell myself that I'm not thinking about how like vodka yeah it's been watered down mm. with a little hint of lime oh yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i can already tell i don't drink these very often but i might start doing that like i feel like i could slam these things yeah yeah i i, I gotta say if it was tito's if anyone's fans of other people's podcasts which you shouldn't be you should only listen to ours but uh <laughs> <laughs> um i've I've recently just got back into uh, Doug Loves Movies, um, which is Doug Benson's podcast, mainly because, uh, honestly, during COVID, it just wasn't the same because the gist of the podcast is he goes to, you know, a comedy store or somewhere that has a stage that's usually for stand-up comedy, and he gets like three or four local comedians. Some are big names, some aren't. And then he basically plays movie trivia games as the as the host in front of a group of people. Yeah. You know, him being Doug Benson, you know, he smokes a lot of weed, but he always drinks uh, Tito's and soda. And that's always what I think of every time I'm like, all right, vodka and soda. That's uh, the Doug Benson. Yeah, but Tito's is tequila, right? No, it's vodka. Uh, is it? Uh-huh. Why do I always think Tito? Oh, because Tito sounds Mexican to me. Well, there is a, um, and that's where tequila is. Tanatillo. Uh, well, Tito's actually. I think it's in. I actually know a little bit. I researched Tito's a little bit, but it's so it's a normal vodka is made in. I'm going to get way into this. Vodka is normally made in stainless steel. Uh, column stills and they basically will just kind of 
you know, distill the hell out of it like seven, eight, nine, ten times, however many they can. The more you distill it, the purer it is, the better the flavor, but the more less more volume you're gonna lose, that kind of thing. Well, Tito's goes like with the whiskey route and they use copper stills. Oh yeah, and, we talked about this and I yeah. said can you taste the copper in this in the Tito's? Uh-uh. And you said no. <laughs> no, it's they it's supposed to help with the separations of certain things yeah. during the distilling process. And then we talked about I think that led to a conversation of uh who would win and like between uh, like yeah. a, a battle between the the like it was meth heads and moonshiners. Yes, meth heads and moonshiners. Yeah, I totally remember that. <laughs> Meth heads and moonshiners. Yeah. Uh, over the copper, over the copper still. <laughs> God, that sounds like a great, like, <laughs> either like a, a funny, uh, like comedy sitcom, Meth heads and moonshiners, or it would be a funny as hell, like, real life tv competition show oh my god i don't know if we could do that yeah meth heads and moonshine because <laughs> they're both doing the legal shit i know that's what makes it so great like we'd so have to f- film yeah. it and then wait sit on it for five years till they disappear where you know wherever they scamper yeah. off to and then you drop it right and then, the, and then everyone everyone will want season two and be like all right well here's the problem <laughs> We don't know where any of these people are. Yeah. Pretty sure a couple of them have died. Uh, you have to wait until the statue of limitations is up on yeah. any crimes that you film. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's the, uh, uh, we need to get with a lawyer. What's the statue of limitations on uh, buying and selling meth and also moonshining? We we're curious. We got a TV show idea. That's right. Uh, and murder, just in case that happens. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, it depends on what country. I think at that point. Hey, that's right. We could just go to another country. That's right. Where yeah. It's not illegal. Where everything is legal. Denmark. Here we come. Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've got creeks in Denmark. I'm sure we can <laughs> put some stills. <laughs> Get <laughs> like. Five to six moonshiners and yeah. somehow trick five to six meth heads like to Dude, go all paid vacation to Denmark. Come yeah. on. Like you're going to get all the drugs and alcohol you want. Like, man, yeah. buddy, you had me at Denmark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You had me at full rim pussy. Yeah. <laughs> now, the only true thing <laughs> that I would love to see is if they if they feud if they would battle between oh, the yeah. two groups or if w- one side would give in to the other mm, and the and next thing you them. know yeah like next thing you know we just have a bunch of meth head moonshiners oh man <laughs> and they're scattered like cockroaches <laughs> all over denmark now like it just becomes <laughs> The invasive species of bad moonshiners, yeah. the, uh. and then we get thrown in federal Denmark prison. Yeah, <laughs> until they catch them all. Yeah, we get extradited back to Denmark. Like, no, yeah. you have to pay for these crimes. 
<laughs> well, that leads perfectly into what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So earlier today, I asked Alex to Google image some photographs, the earliest known photographs of cities, big metropolis cities around the world. And, uh, and Alex has done that. Yep. And is there any type of correlation or common thing that you see in the photographs that you Google image searched besides the fact that they're black and white? Yeah. Well, at first it was creeping me out that there wasn't any people in any of these Mm. photos. That was the number one thing. Like if you Google search oldest known photograph cities around the world, like the first five of them, I was like looking, I'm like looking at the architecture and looking at that. And then I go, where the fuck are all the people? Exactly. Uh, And then I'm like this. And like, the more you look at it and then you go to the next one, you're like, all right, this is getting creepy. Then you start looking in windows and like, is there not anyone anywhere? Like, are we in the matrix? Like it was, (laughs) and then I actually stumbled across, I think Dublin, there was like four or five people standing out in front of, um, a church, a church. Yeah. And you know, they could have been dummies just put there. You don't know if they're real or not, but, uh, but yeah, the rest of them still like, you might see a little head pop up here and there. Actually, there's one in Paris where a guy's like standing on a corner with his foot up. Um, I still got them pulled up here. Uh, a couple of horse drawn carriages. Uh, that was kind of the main thing that first caught my second was, the architecture is like identical. The architecture is incredible. Yeah, no, it definitely is, but it's it's very I feel like I'm gonna sound like a fucking art snob, but I was like, it's very rudimentary. Uh it's just basic like square, like s- square buildings. It now granted, depending on where they're at, they might have a little different flair on the top of their buildings, like on their chimney stacks or um the slope of their roofs or, you know, that kind of thing. Some are like a little bit flatter. Some are more steep. Some go at a higher point, but there was nothing like extravagance except for like a couple churches, you know, cause that's where they put all their work at. So this is the conspiracy that I came across. Ooh. Okay. If you look at the churches and a lot of the main government buildings, that are in these photographs. Yeah. The architecture in these are some are <laughs> some people claim that the architecture in these buildings that were built prior to 18 the 1840s cuz cuz you're looking at pictures from the 1840s that are and that all, these buildings are already standing there, right? Right. So they must have been built before then. So in the early 1800s, late 1700s, a lot of the first power drills weren't the first, (laughs) the first power tools period weren't even invented until the mid 1900s. Correct. So that means that people who only had horse-drawn carriages who were driving horse-drawn carriages on dirt roads, couldn't even make asphalt roads most of the most of these cities. 
built and created some of the most intricate and architecturally like creative designs that some most people today say that we can't we couldn't even do with the power tools that we have today but yeah. they did them with a hammer and chisel basically 200 over 200 years ago yeah and in record time too because a lot of the history of these buildings like uh for example penn station in new york city okay yeah so <laughs> architects today say that it would take about 20 years with the tools and shit that we have today to build penn station if we could even physically get it done mm. and they supposedly did it in like six years damn and that and it's the same with a lot of these buildings there's some buildings in uk uh in england that are like massive and like crazy architecturally and they're like oh yeah that was built in like six months I'm like what in the 1700s that was built in six months are you shitting me with no tools with like no, like the bare minimum of tools so <laughs> and the other point that i was trying to get you to notice in the pictures which is the very first thing that you caught on to was the lack of people yeah so like if you look at what the population of like let's say uh saint petersburg in russia is supposedly at in 1840 when the first picture of saint petersburg was somewhere around there it says the the arc it says the total population of the city was like 500,000 but if you look at the picture it looks like this massive metropolis almost exactly like it does today that holds like 3 or 4 million people yeah and you look at the and you look at the streets and there's no people anywhere yeah and then you start you start going through all these different cities from that time frame and no, and they all have massive metropolises which would hold million or a million or more people and there's no people anywhere if you do see them you see maybe a handful that's it yeah pretty much so what happened in the early 1800s where did all the people go where did all the people go um is this going into a mandala effect i don't know i don't know what the answer is honestly yeah and the other so the other aspect of this is it the other <laughs> the other quite crazy thing about society at this time frame uh was orphans yeah you had millions and millions of orphans where some of the largest structures in cities were massive orphanages yeah okay where are all the parents at hmm. i mean maybe people still weren't living as long as uh they do today i mean it could be as simple as that because like i remember reading a thing about 
the average, like <laughs> bringing it back to soberless thoughts. Yay. yay. Um, <laughs> but like the average person drank like an insane amount of like liquor, even at the, like the 1900s where like in, like it was something crazy. Like the average person drank like a barrel of like almost like a barrel of like 50 gallons of whiskey a month. Jesus Christ. And I think we even talked about, all right, I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, Okay, but no, all right. So this was like 1800s when Americans drank whiskey like water. And I mean, they like it was something crazy where it was like, yeah, no wonder people were dying. Let's see. So there was a book called The Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition, where they had a political function. The governor of New York from 1777 to 1794 once honored the French ambassador with a dinner for 120 guests who together drank 135 bottles of mandaria, 36 bottles of port, 60 bottles of English beer, and 30 large cups of rum punch. Sounds like a good party. I know, right? But there was like... Even they had rum punch. (laughs) Yeah, right. I know, right? Uh, But, I mean, it was something like... It was almost one of those things that was like you almost couldn't wrap your brain around it. Like people drank. Yeah, everybody uh, was Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, that doesn't seem like a lot. Actually, the more I think about it, it says by the 1830s, alcohol consumption reached reached its peak at a truly outlandish seven gallons of ethanol a year per capita. So per person is per capita mean per person. Yes. Uh, well, let's do the math. Oh, oh shit! Where's my phone? Um, so oh. seven ga- So a, a gallon. A fifth is one fifth of a gallon. All right. So five. So on. So thirty-five fifths in a year. Thirty-five fifths of. I mean, right here. Here's a fifth of bourbon. Yeah. Like thirty-five of these in a year. Yes. That's doable. Yeah, it's doable, but like. If I drank every day, I could easily drink drink that. All right, here's all right. Here's a little tagline after I was sent. It. So, um, in modern terms, the seven gallons are equivalent of one point seven bottles of standard eighty proof liquor per person per week. Nearly ninety bottles a year for every adult in the nation. So that's different. So okay, I was so I was saying a fifth of that. So there maybe we're off on that. So. Basically, in one week, you've got to drink one. You got to drink essentially two bottles of liquor a week. Mm, okay. You either got to have four hellish days <laughs> and three days to recover, or what I'm assuming is what actually happened is they just boom, 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 and just drank, you know, every day. It was just yeah. a little bit every day. Yeah, it was just enough to keep you going. Yeah. Um, you wake I mean, up was, in the morning and you got to get another one just to get you out of bed. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, but like I said, this was Americans, and I, but I guarantee you it was, uh, I think that's also what led to the prohibition. But you got to think like the world was probably drinking that way, especially like high drinking countries. 
like European countries, Russia, uh, they're known, you know, they're known for their vodka. Yeah. Uh, the, but, you know, eventually, you know, that kind of stuff will, especially if you're drinking that much all the time, since you were probably, I mean, let's be honest, they treated a 15 year old, like a man back then. Oh yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're still at your parents' house, you lazy sack of shit. Yeah. You should already be married with kids and have a farm plowing the fields. At like, least. Yeah. At least. Like, look at this. Like, look at Tom over here. <laughs> look at Timmy. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got all that and then some. Uh, yeah. If only you could be more like Timmy. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Uh, damn it, Jebediah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah but it just proves like that you know they could have died off early because of that or they just couldn't you know the hardships of parenthood i guess i don't know i uh i know i it's weird you said the thing about the orphanage i it, it resonated a story that my grandmother told me one time that it's not funny but it's it is what it is it it basically essentially my great grandfather was the she said he was out in the field working the field his father who was a drunk pulled up in a wagon with all his brothers and sisters in the back of it and him being the oldest my great great grandfather looked at him and goes hey I'm taking all these kids to the orphanage. You want to go? <laughs> Holy shit. And he goes, no. He goes, okay, then. And he drove all his brothers and sisters to the orphanage. And then my great grandfather had to go find his way. And then he basically got with some people that took him in. And then essentially they just treated him like a servant is way I've heard it described. And they just like, ran it like you know they made you know he had he knew he was gonna have to like work his way like you yeah. know keep his own um and by the way he was like 12 like he wasn't like a teenager Holy like shit he was kind of he was just happens to be the oldest one and i think the story goes uh maybe it's like 10 because it, it would have been weirder if it was a little bit older but he he stayed at these people's house and this is a real fucked up part. He said at these people's house and this woman was like obsessed with like, if you wet the bed, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Well, yeah, because that's how you correct that situation. Yeah. And <laughs> it freaked him out so bad that he accidentally, because that's all he would think about when he's going to sleep at night is he yeah. actually wet the bed and she beat the shit out of him for it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, fuck her but you know i say that but at the same time what i'm about to say is kind of fucked up in the same sentence because i'm like hey why are you going to do that to a kid but apparently her and her husband were fucked in the head anyway um and her husband ended up killing her and hanging himself in the barn and then my grandfather great-grandfather found them and then had to leave after you know that was cleared up and then found some people and then they're the ones that actually ran him in the ground. Just like, just you're going to basically do whatever we say into for room and board till he could leave. 
You know, he should have been a hobo on the railroad. Should have been. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was a lot more glamorous. I guarantee you. Oh, and man. honestly, uh, probably a lot better society. Oh, for sure. For sure. Those hobos are some pretty nice people. Um, I agree. But yeah. So that was, uh, I think it was my grandfather's father who did all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was the same guy that I, I don't know if this is true, but I know one of them. I think it was him. He actually had uh, mental issues. Go figure after all that fucking trauma. <laughs> yeah. No wonder. Uh, they, he actually had to go for routine trips up to like a hospital, go get electroshock therapy. Mm. And my mom was always, my mom, I remember my mom telling me like, yeah, I remember going with him and him going there. And for whatever reason that did help to do something like stimulate his brain to kind of keep the, like, get it to like, like, like wind down or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So orphanages was definitely a little bit more of a, <laughs> like now it would be a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, dude. So, um, we didn't even get into what I think is actually going on here. <laughs> no, no, you're good. We just got <laughs> off on the, that part where I was like, you just sparked a memory of like, oh my God, I remember being told the story because yeah. it's like you hear the story as a kid. You're like, holy shit, that happened, grandma. Yeah. Yes. That it can happen to you too. I'm yeah. like, what? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's your lineage there, Alex. Uh, yeah, I know. And it make, then uh, yeah, makes me look in the mirror and goes, eh, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Send me off to the orphanage. Yeah. I know that's the part that creeps me out is going to the orphanage. You want to go? No. Okay. And off of where he goes. I wonder like, if what they, a wild thing to say to somebody. I wonder if they got like money for kids. Like if they paid them for their children. Like if he was, know. if he was hard I, up I, I on cash, think it was something like, like back yeah. then, if you're hard up on cash, like, well, we will take I mean, have you kids. seen the famous photo of the woman selling her kids? Yeah. There's like a famous photo. You can look it up where a woman is like, it was like during the depression and she's, you could just tell she's like ashamed of herself and she's hiding her face. And there's like two or three kids on a stoop. And it says like, uh, you know, kids for money or something like, like she's selling her kids because she can't take care of them anymore. Jesus. Like they, there's no money, no food. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Like buy my kids. They'll be your servants. Yeah. Basically. Wow. Get it out. The new pool chemical cleaning compound. Get it out. Baby diaper leaking. Get it out. Get it out. Neighborhood kid takes a piss. Get it out. Get it out. Your asshole uncle drops a turd. Get it out. Get it out. Your wife gets bitchy and periods in the pool. Get it out. Get it out. The new pool chemical cleaning compound. Get it out. Warning, this product removes all sunscreen lotion, spray on tan, vermicide, makeup, and hand sanitizer. Get it out. The new pool chemical cleaning compound. Get it out. Get it out. So here's what I think is happening in these pictures that we're looking at. The first photography pictures. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that in somewhere between 1800 and 1820, there was an alien invasion. 
Ooh. And the aliens came in and they completely wiped out what was currently around in humanity. And we had, and we actually had a far more advanced society than what we think of as far as what human society was by the 1800s. So we got Atlanta at Atlanta shit Atlantis uh, Atlantis. Duh. <laughs> yeah. We got Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think our society, cause so we talk about ancient societies on this show a lot, right? Yeah. Right. So I think maybe the ancient highly technically savvy societies that we think about in ancient times could have not even been ancient times. It could have been as recently as 200 years ago. Yeah. And, and, and 200 years ago, this alien force came in completely wiped out humanity and then the stragglers that were left, only a couple million people worldwide that were left were all indoctrinated. And they were like, okay, this is, this is what's uh, basically like 1984 them. Like this is the society that it's going to be. This is what we're going to do. We're going to rewrite history. Every, everything that we're going to do, we're going to rewrite. We're going to redo everything, and uh, you're just going to completely follow this game plan from here on out, and this is it, and we are in control now, and we are basically, so now <laughs> they're like, the we talk about the New World Order, the Illuminati. It's actually the fucking aliens that came over and conquered our planet back in the 1800, early 1800s, and they are, yeah. they're Ever since then, they've just been running the show behind the scenes. Nice. Yeah. And that's why there's no people in those pictures, because we hadn't repopulated yet. Oh, okay. With the the new rewritten history. Yeah. Because they had to wipe out so many people. Do you think... I'll tell you one thing that I always thought was interesting. What if... like, So, all right, let's say that happens. Yeah. And we get conquered by a race of alien uh, people. Then let's say they're like, all right, we'll be back to check on you routinely. And honestly, they're like, and honestly, we're going to come back and thin the herd out because you all are like rabbits over here. Um, (laughs) But like, what if like something happened and they got like into like an intergalactic battle with somewhere else and they forgot about us. And that's why we were like at the point we're at now, then like overpopulated over using resources. uh, You know, we're just dwindling everything down. Maybe, maybe. And then then they came back and they're like, look at you guys. Look at you guys. Yeah, we leave for like two extra hundred years. Yeah. Hey, remember, we're supposed to control everything. So let's start talking about overpopulation and uh, let's let's throw a virus in the mix. (laughs) Let's start killing people. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, that could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. No, totally. That would make total sense for them. They're like, hey, let's let's use the word 19. Like, why not? Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite number. Uh, <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we started we started here in the 18s. Right. So now it's the now it's the 19s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll give you a golf clap on that one. <laughs> uh, that was good because we missed the 19th, so right. we don't want to skip numbers. Right. Uh, exactly. God damn it. That was good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. I think that's a good, I think it's a good theory. Yeah. The the only other option for what's going on there is flat earth and I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. That's just crazy. <laughs> it'll take it'll take 3 hours of me explaining to tell you why flat earth is a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a whole nother podcast uh, <laughs> oh god no that's uh but i like the alien thing it's it's very intriguing where i'm like yeah it's it's making me think like first i have to sit here and think all right why wouldn't they be outside was it the time of day you know are they all still you know they can't all be farmers but they you know they Obviously, I don't know. I believe at least they had a better work ethic than we do today. Well, if you look at the pic, okay, so I've looked at that too. If you look at the pictures and you know how the, you know how the fucking sun works, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I've seen it once or twice. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so you know how shadows work. Correct. And a lot of these pictures. So if you look at the shadows, you'll find like a light pull or something like that. Yep. And I'm looking you, at one now. And then you look at the shadow. If it's a long shadow, then that means it's either early morning or late in the day. True. If it's a short shadow, that means it's closer to the noon. Yep. Correct. And a lot of these pictures have short shadows, which means that it's closer to noon and there's still nobody out on the streets. I mean, it could be like, um, I've heard this. I don't know for sure, um, which I got to tell you, if you go back and look at the pictures, I got to tell you to look at one of them, uh, Paris from 1838. Yeah. There's some weird shadows on that where like they all seem like the light source is coming from right to left. So all the shadows are like hitting at a like diagonal, like bottom out to the left but there's a couple that are like going towards the right and i'm like how in the fuck does that even work like how do you have a shadow like what's that the shadow of that's making that shadow but anyway um the but yeah that is a good point every single one of these i'm looking at there are no shadows that are elongated and Berlin, 1840, was they had a little bit of shadows. I mean, they were taller buildings, but they weren't crazy. I mean, maybe it was lunchtime. And where I was going with that, it was like in uh, Barcelona, um, like Spain. Like they legitimately have siesta. Like I think it was Barcelona or maybe it was somewhere else that was like, I remember talking in like one of my Spanish classes. And they're like, yeah, literally like lunch happens at 12 
and they and they give you an hour after lunch to like take a nap to regroup because they understand that like you ever had like you ever remember that in like high school or whatever like you go to like pizza day and you eat a shit ton of pizza and you go back to class and you're like having so much troubles trying to stay awake oh yeah and you're like i'm good i'm good all right uh what okay What's Mr. the coast? Gourley, pay attention in the class. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I just had like, I just bet I couldn't eat five pieces of pizza. All right. I'm <laughs> dying over here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but that's why. So, cause they know that like you need time to like digestion, which is one reason I always kind of like, like Europe for that reason. Cause they do it. I feel like the French take like a two hour window of a lunch from what my brother has told me because he's traveled there quite a bit but he's just like yeah you need it because he's like dude i get so hammered on so much wine at lunch i can't focus <laughs> yeah but you see these same pictures at the same time frame of like new york city and san francisco and they're in, they're in the united states and it's the same thing you see hardly any people like you see hardly no people in new york city i'm I mean, that's true. You also got to think, though, these people lived very similar to people in Europe because a lot of them are coming over from there and they're bringing their traditions and whatever. But that is still a good point. You are in some of the bit. I guarantee you not everyone lives that life, you know, right. like people are getting shit done. I mean, I me personally at my, my one of my last jobs when I worked in like a warehouse everyone else would take lunch at 12 and I kind of had run of the mill of when I got to take lunch. I would wait till after everyone got back because I could use all the equipment they were using without getting in their way for the hour at lunch. So like forklifts and scissor lifts and all that other crap that I would have to share. And then I would get all my crap done at lunch. Then I could go take a long ass lunch and come back and then finish out whatever else I was doing. Mm. I was that guy. So here's another aspect of it. Yeah. There's the guy in the United Kingdom who is like a 30-year-old gardener who designed no education background, was a gardener, and he designed like all of the largest most intricately designed buildings in the united kingdom supposedly he's the one who designed all of them like royal palaces and all this shit awesome and he was just one dude who was like a just a gardener who was like oh yeah i could probably design that and designed all this shit yeah and like a matter of 10 years <laughs> One that sounds awesome. Like he had to been like a next level genius that someone just saw or aliens, but, uh, <laughs> or yeah. a lost, a, a lost technology that we had before the alien attack. And then after the aliens attacked and came down and they rewrote history, they got lazy 
And they're like, well, we'll just attribute all of these buildings to this one random gardener guy who we can't even, we don't even know if he really exists or not. So you think all the major political government and royal buildings are alien substations, I guess? I think they were, I think they were buildings from a prior civilization technology that we had. Oh, that we had leading up to the 1800s. Okay. And we had a mass technology building up to that point, probably surpassing where we are now. Yeah. And and, it could have been in a completely different form though, too. Okay. Yeah. And then the aliens attack in 1812. Let's say, okay, <laughs> yeah. Aliens attack in 1812. They wipe out, let's say, 75 to 80 percent of humanity on the globe. Who was left are basically like, okay, if you want to live, you have to be under our rule, and you have to do what we say, and we're going to basically infiltrate and rewrite history as we know it yeah and we're going to give you our technology piece by piece throughout the years and you're going to instead of using your technology that you had already amassed throughout the years prior you're going to now be reliant on our technology which is gadgetry nice and what we had beforehand could have been anything some people think that there was like like uh water like we had a lot to do with because this is a water planet really yeah like 90 percent of this planet is water so a lot of people think that if this is if like this is true that the technology that we had before all this happened was water based and that we basically ran electricity through water and like all this other shit, like, like we had in our entire city grids that we have. If you like, like, if you look at the, if you look at the city grid for let's say Denmark, cause we were talking about Denmark earlier. Okay. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like, uh, like an, like a fucking, uh, like a microchip or something. It looks like an electric grid is what it looks like from the air. Like if mm. you look at the if you look at the way that the city's structured. Yeah. And it has like waterways that go throughout the entire city. So if the so if the city was run on electric through the water, that's how it would be done. Cause water literally ran through the entire city. So you're saying <clears throat> which I like that because it makes me think more of a like an avatar kind of thing of like the maybe they could even use the city as a giant computer chip as being binary sequences kind of like avatar where they had like the whatever the soul tree with the that's connected all over the world the world essentially is a giant um like all those little things are like little neuroreceptors that become like an entire brain of the earth or whatever it was. But like that could be 
like an industrialized version of it of that yeah yeah basically basically what i'm saying is in 1811 the entire world was highly advanced steampunks <laughs> nice okay yeah and then all these massive buildings that had they had some electronic they had electricity from the ionosphere that would come down and it would be projected through water and they could they could deviate what the electricity was going to do through massive organs that they had in each one of these massive buildings that we hmm. now call churches but back then they weren't churches they were electric power grids hmm Okay, and the steeples were actually collecting electricity from the ionosphere. It would come down in through the building and they could diverge it in different ways through the massive organs that were in the built into the walls of the church and they would play different notes on the organ and it would send out electricity in different ways in different areas throughout the city through the electrified water that was run throughout the city. That's intricate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, and the aliens came down a year later in 1812 and knocked all that shit out. No. Like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Quit they said, shit. no, we're going to re we're going to re elect we're going to re- we're going to rewrite history and say that these weren't uh power stations these were actually things that we call churches what if they st- wait wait like so one of the things i'm having like all right, i just thought of like is the reasoning for re resetting c- civilization but then it hit me like what if they came here to steal the technology they could have stole our to earth or our technology, even as advanced as it could have been back then, could have still been super primitive to them. Yeah, but what if we were onto something that they themselves didn't think of? They're like, oh, yeah, they're like, you're onto something. Yeah. You're not quite there yet. So you know what? We're gonna take it and yeah. we're gonna work on it because we're gonna do it tenfold, and then you all come up with the next great idea. But I feel like we changed if so. So say we were doing that. Okay. Yeah. Say that that is all that bullshit was real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if that's true, then what we've done since then is we've jumped leaps and fucking bounds and uh, like computer technology. Yeah. Yeah. Since since then. Okay. Yeah. And maybe the aliens were like, we're gonna we're gonna take this technology, like you said, but we're gonna give you piece by piece by piece this computer technology that we use. Mm, Because you guys because you guys are using the earth, using your planet as your technology, right? Because that's what you're doing. If you're getting electricity from the ionosphere and using water to transport it and all that kind of shit, we're Mm -hmm. basically just living off the earth 10 times fold, right? So they're like, we're going to 
you can't do that anymore, but we're going to give you quote unquote man-made shit like computers. And that's what you're going to run your shit off of now. Yes. Because it's completely different. It's a polar opposite to what that would be. Can I tell you something? Uh, this isn't as great as I thought. I saw the first number. I got real excited. Um, as I was looking into the Industrial Revolution, like when did that happen? Yeah. And it happened between 1760 and 1820 to 1840. So right, uh, then, right in that time frame. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of where I was like, so that was the boom. And then, you know, if right around then, you know, we were onto something. Because, yeah, that also makes you go, what made it stop? Yeah. Yeah. What made it stop? You would think with technology, it would keep going. Oh, yeah. It would just continue to go because that's what scientists say today, right? Yeah. They say, oh, they say, oh, well, our technology has jumped from here to here over the last 10 years. That means it's going to jump from here to there the next 20 years, you know? Oh, if you look at one of those graphs that starts off like then, it starts off like very low to the bar, and then it just all of a sudden just swoops and goes straight up. Yeah, like like a ramp, like boom, almost like vertical. And you're like, yeah, and they all are in agreement that it's going to continue to trend that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So why wouldn't the the industrial revolution have continued to trend like that? Exactly. Yeah, because an alien race came (laughs) in and made us stop that shit. Right. Yeah. Um, They stopped us right there. The 1820, whatever you just said. Yeah. That was it. That was the end of it. Yeah, it was done. Yeah. <sighs> <That's> <laughs> and you know, the best other thing is like I was sitting there thinking, like, what about wars and stuff? And I was like, man, like world wars didn't start till the 1900s. And then there was like, you know, there was the Revolutionary War, which I don't know exactly what day that was. Uh, but the, the Revolutionary War, 18- War was in the middle of 1700s. And then the eight, War 1812. I was to say, well, 1814. So those that's still way before. Yeah. There are, I don't I can't think of any major wars in the late 1700s yeah. early 1800s cuz we've already been diminished and we got to like repop repopulate. Yeah. yeah. Uh I like that. That's uh that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um it's funny because I, I was reaching for the industrial revolution. Like this is either going to disprove or prove. And I'm like, ah, damn it. I think that helped it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I liked that. It, or, yeah. So what's, what's funny is when you first brought up the, the public buildings in the churches, I, I noticed they all had steeples and like things that were pointing upwards. And I was yeah. sitting there going, holy shit, you're going to tell me that they made them to look like spaceships. <laughs> because they're all like tall, lanky, pointy, which, yeah, totally. Uh, also, about the architecture. Um, yeah. Uh, I also feel like people were better at stuff like that back then. Yeah, but you couldn't do it as quickly as they say that you could do it. And with the 
primitive tools that they had back then. Like, I can't see how they would do it, even, even begin to do it. And on, on top of that, like if you, so like, for example, the Capitol building in the United States. Yeah. Okay. It has like oh, the obelisk or whatever it is. No, it has three levels of basement to it. Did you know that? I did not. Now it was built in the late 1700s and they built three levels of basement to it in the late se- with shovels. That's all they had to use was fucking shovels. Uh, do they have dynamite back then? No, they didn't have dynamite back then. They had shovels, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they had gunpowder. Yeah, they had black powder. Yeah. Damn, you're right. Uh, yeah, I don't think it, dynamite was invented till uh 1867 yeah something along though that might not be right but yeah it's close enough um damn yeah black powder so damn okay okay you got me right keep rilling me in yeah so (laughs) and they didn't even a lot of people didn't even know that they had that it was that deep until they did renovations in like the early 2000s and it was like 2003 or 2004 how they dug out the entire front end of the capitol building yeah and the structure goes all the way down three stories But that's, how, that's how deep it goes. Maybe they were building a fucking bunker for the next alien invasion. Like, I, all right. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, I, and uh, another weird thing about that is if you look at pictures of that, there's like columns. Like they built columns and like doorways and shit in there. Like, <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's weird fucking shit, man. That is wild. I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all underground now and then once they like dug all that down and they seen all that they filled that shit right back up with dirt and fucking put a giant ass like carport right over top of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah because that's what we do (laughs) yeah they're like ah no one saw that yeah Um, yeah we'll make it a parking lot (laughs) yeah fuck it Uh, yeah man that's my best over like so I saw all this stuff in a video I watched like maybe two weeks ago. And for the last two weeks, I've been pondering over this shit. Like what could be the answer to this? Yeah. And that's the best answer I could come up with is alien invasion, man. <laughs> I, I like it. No, I do. It's, it's one of those things that we're onto something. They're like, ah, you're ahead of yourself. Tone it back down. Yeah. Um, chill out humans yeah you have the tesseract you need to chill the fuck out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the the, it's wild to actually kind of like just contemplate that a little bit i uh also it's kind of interesting it's like it's making me go like what else like i sit there and try to like think about like why what the alien like also it makes me think like did we have contact with the aliens or did a select few have as maybe i think it was maybe, an all-out war dude 
You think so? See, I was yeah. sitting there th- thinking it was more of like they've got like the top leaders. Let's call them, I don't know, the Illuminati. And uh, <laughs> and they got with those leaders to go, this is what's going to happen. You're ridiculously outgunned. And you all have to decide how this is going to go down. And then they have to like decide the fate. Well, something happened to create a massive popular, a massive depopulation. I mean, virus is always a an award winner for but sure. But only the adults were wiped out. COVID. <laughs> uh, um, no, I, dude, I like seriously. So only the adults are wiped out. Millions if, upon millions of orphans. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Maybe not that many orphans survived it. I mean, it was also when did TB happen? Tuberculosis. Uh, tuberculosis is always is still going on. Yeah, but it was like rampant. That's a weird question to ask Google. When was tuberculosis rampant? Yeah. <laughs> when was the peak of tuberculosis? Because I mean, that's I feel like that was around the time of like they would just have tuberculosis hospitals right literally you just were sent there like ah, we'll see you later yeah it wasn't waverly hills of tuberculosis <laughs> yeah that's what made me think of it but uh, huh 2018 the world's population was thought to have latent infection of tb new infection occurs about one percent of the population each year so whatever one percent of seven billion i was just sitting there trying to think of it like a. God, I wish I could spell tuberculosis off the top of my head. Hooked on phonics didn't work for me. Um, the like the heyday of it. Okay, the heyday of tuberculosis was from 1895 to 1954. I was gonna say it was discovered in 1882. So, so wow. way way after there, all this. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a weird amount. All right, well, all right, 1834 somebody coined tuberculosis as a term before that it was known as consumption yes i think so there's a bunch of names for it uh theosis in ancient greece tables in ancient rome scathith in ancient uh probably in ancient hebrew in the 1700s tb was also called the white plague due to the paleness of the patient consumption boom you nailed that one in the 1800s so that had been a long that, that obviously that's been around a lot longer so yeah i did for some reason you always hear about tuberculosis in the 18 late 1800s early 1900s that's when maybe it was like did this shit break out is this the is this the swinging sword is this the fucking murder weapon of the aliens uh, it was the number one cause of death in 460 bc <laughs> Damn. Maybe that was the last time they got there. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we'll give you this. We'll come back. We'll give you the Black Plague. Then yeah. we'll come back and, like, yeah. Just massive. Dude, these aliens have been fucking with us for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they probably wiped out the people who built the pyramids. Yeah. They're like, they're too close. Mm-hmm. That was a, just a, energy storage facility when that was all covered with water exactly exactly right yes yeah <laughs> damn they, t- 
and they came in that and those were and that's what the churches were in the 1800s yeah it was a a modern age steampunk version of the pyramids (laughs) yeah for sure yeah yeah because the pyramid had the golden top to it right that's right drawing energy from the ionosphere and then spreading out through the city with the water yeah and the same thing with the churches in the early 1800s they had golden or copper either golden or copper uh yeah i think they had giants cast iron bells up top too uh Yeah, and and they would ring and the sound, it was the sound that would, and dude, scientists have proven recently that sound has different effects on water. Yeah. And like they can actually make water do different things with sound, like move in different directions and do all kinds of crazy shit by just simply playing different tones in front of it. Hey, I'll tell you some crazy shit to Google. Um, if you get bored of anybody else listening, there is a thing where a guy takes a speaker and he puts like a cloth over top of it and he puts sand on top of the cloth and he just plays like a single tone. Yeah. And then he does and he keeps switching tones and you can literally watch the sand organize itself on the cloth in different shapes and patterns. Right. Exactly. Yeah. To whatever note he's playing. Yeah. To whatever frequency. It's crazy. Right. And that's what they think was going on in these churches that were collecting this energy and they had giant water wells underneath them. And then they had these massive organs and they would play this, they would play a note on this massive organ and it would, arrange the water in a certain way that it would electrify the water and shoot it out to whichever direction. Yeah. And that's how they, that's how they ran their electricity. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Dude, we figured it out. We did figure it out. <laughs> uh, so in 1812, in 1812, <laughs> aliens attacked. <laughs> they definitely attacked. And they switched our technology from water-based earth technology to computer-based technology. To metal-based yeah, electricity. Metal. Ooh, yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. For more insightful information like this, <laughs> listen to past episodes of Soberless Thoughts. You're damn right. <laughs> On uh, SoberlessThoughts.com dot com or any podcast catcher that there is out there that catches podcasts just search sober list thoughts yeah where do you can find us on social media alex you can find us on facebook at Soberless thoughts you can also find us on instagram at Soberless thoughts you can also find us on twitter but it's not at Soberless Thoughts. It's at Think Soberless. So Think Soberless on Twitter. And then you can always go email and Gmail us. <laughs> gmail us at SoberlessThoughts at gmail.com. If you have got any questions, quotes, or just lovely little thoughts and limericks, you can send our way. God, I love limericks. Yeah. Send us a limerick. Yeah. 
please send us a limerick. I want to read that <laughs> on the on the podcast. Yeah. Also, if you have any friends who uh, who need a good drinking and need some buddies, need some drinking buddies. Say you've got some friends out there and they no longer have drinking buddies yeah. for one reason or another. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they need some new drinking buddies. Well, tell them to listen to Soberless Thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, please. Uh, that's how that's how we get. We don't have uh, we don't have uh, an advertising budget on this show. <laughs> no, not at all. So it's all word of mouth. So tell your friends about Soberless Thoughts. Tell them to come check it out. Uh, we have episodes like this literally all the time. Um, so if you enjoyed this and you know somebody who else w- who would also enjoy this, uh, tell them to listen. Soberless Thoughts dot com alex what do we say when we get out of here we like to say when we get out of here we like to say when you're in the skillet you need to stay cheesy keep it greasy and flip on out there's rain coming down in the valley we're gonna wash in the river so deep there's a rain coming down in the valley oh lord there ain't no devil going where i go ain't no devil going where i go ain't no water gonna bring me down there ain't no devil now gather up the rain to come in there's a rain coming down Meet me out at the edge of town There's a rain coming down Tell everybody that the water's rising There's a rain coming down You think it's tame but it'll put you in the ground There's a rain coming down There's a rain coming down In the valley We're gonna wash in the river so deep There's a rain coming down In the valley Oh Lord, there ain't no devil going where I go Ain't no devil going where I go Ain't no water gonna bring me down There ain't no devil now I love all my children here there's a rain coming down Like the roots that grow in the river for the trees There's a rain coming down If you get there before I do There's a rain coming down Tell, tell, tell the water good tell Tell what the water could take from me. Tell what the water could take from me. Tell what the water could take from me. Oh, tell what the water. Oh, there's a rain coming down in the valley. We're gonna wash in the river so deep. There's a rain coming down. Oh Lord, there ain't no devil going where I go Ain't no devil going where I go Ain't no water gonna 
bring me down There ain't no devil now There ain't no water gonna bring me down There ain't no devil now